I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the Grand Final. It's got the ball. Jared Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. This afternoon, we've got our Round 14 team list review. I'm joined by my 5'8", Natty again. How are we, brother? Good, Guru, mate. Um, just trying to do my best to scrape uh, a few wins to get together before we get into the finals, but I'm struggling, mate. Now, mate, it's like 4.05 here. We've had a really quick look through team list. Thank goodness it's not as much chaos as last week. That was just on another planet, wasn't it? nowhere near as bad as last week it was yeah like i said to you before the podcast i had to play with 12 men because i just couldn't i just copped so many injuries and and out so yeah it was fucked and even over the weekend it just got worse and worse like if you didn't have your finger on the pulse and checking twitter for team lists you could have come unstuck big time mate it's getting to that time of the season where you just need to clear the schedule don't you oh big time yeah just those small mistakes can fuck yeah fuck you it's um it's a fine line now. Nutty, mate, let's jump into the first game of the week. We've got the Sydney Roosters and the Melbourne Storm at the Sydney Cricket Ground Thursday night. We're missing a few likely suspects here, which is disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's obviously, this is going to be, this is the clash of the Titans. You want everyone on deck to, to make this a really good game. I think it will be anyway. Um, but yeah, we'll just have to wait and see how it t- pans out. I, I To be honest, Storm, I think last time I checked sports bet, they were playing about three bucks. Get on that. Yeah, that's huge. I'll be all over that. Uh, mate, for the Roosters, obviously, uh, Brett Morris still yet to return. They're missing Angus Crichton, Boyd Cordner, Jared Rhea Hargraves. You know, e- even deeper than that, they've also got um, Kyle Flanagan. He's on the extended bench. Do you see him coming in this week? I don't know. what What is the go there? Like, is it just – it has to be just one of those kick-up-the-ass – um, droppings where you know maybe his, his defense was lacking maybe and um, you know he just wants him to go away and sort of work on his game but it's just it's surprising like I still sort of can't get my head around it Kyle Flanagan was in in rare form um, to be honest in my opinion 
Mate, it's scary to think how he could come back, though. Like, you know, obviously, I think this is going to be one of those things that it seems strange at the moment, but in three months' time, we're going to look back and go, fuck, Trent Robinson, he got the absolute best out of Kyle Flanagan when it mattered. It's scary to think that he could get him to go to another level with a bit of competition. Yeah, that's right. And we can't question Robbo because, I mean, he's got the runs on the board, hasn't he? But uh, TKO owners will be hoping that uh, Kyle Flanagan stays in the reserves, that's for sure. Mate, that goal kicking for him is massive, isn't it? He's just playing unbelievable footy at the moment. Front row forwards that are kicking goals and running like he was running on the weekend is just super coach fucking gold. We mentioned there, obviously, Angus Crichton, Boyd Corden. There's still no sign of either of them. If you're an Orbison owner holding him out in the centre wings, you were lucky enough to, that he scored a try last week to uh, get a good score, but you really want him in that second row, don't you? Yeah, oh, 100%. Just to get those base... Um, stats up, those runs and tackles. Yeah, if they move him out into the centres, he's he's uh, irrelevant. But even in, in the second row, like, without a try, he's going to get you sort of like, you know, between 45 and 50 points. He's a great little centre-wing option there. Let's move to the Melbourne Storm. Obviously, Ryan Pappenhausen returns. Can't say I'm huge on him in this game. Uh, no, the defence, you know, it's going to be um, pretty solid, even with all those outs for the Roosters. Uh, the thing with the Storm, obviously, Munster's out, so a lot of the attack is going to go down Jerome Hughes's edge. It Actually, they they score more of their points on the right edge anyway. It's just going to be exacerbated now with Munster out. So I'll be looking at some of these right edge players to, to go to a whole new level, especially uh, Sulisasi Vunavalu. I think he's in for a try this game. Mate, the other guy that I'll be having my eyes on is, of course, Brandon Smith. I thought without Cameron Smith last week, he'd absolutely kill it. But whenever there was an opportunity in a dummy half, Munster would just jump on, jump, jump in there and do it himself. I'm looking forward to seeing Brandon Smith without Cameron Smith and Cameron Munster. I think he could be anything this weekend. Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right there. Like he, he, Without those guys on the side, they're going to need him to go to another level. They're going to need a lot, a lot out of him. Um, and he's the type of player that will step up and do it. Uh, another thing that's interesting here is your reserves. You've got uh, Branko Lee and Sandor Earl sitting there. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a late change there and Tom Eisenhuth gets punted for Branko Lee if he's fit. Yeah, you'd have to think based on what we've seen so far this year, Branko Lee is the first choice player there, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. He's. I think he's got that right edge center spot locked down. Even when Ricky Latelli comes into this side... I can see Ricky playing on the left centre and they're keeping Branko Lee in, in at that right centre spot. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Latelli spend upward of six weeks sitting on that bench as his um, utility moving forward. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think he'll take Branko's spot, but I think you're right. He, he could find a home on the left side for sure. Let's move to the early Friday game. We've got the New Zealand Warriors up against the Penrith Panthers. Mate, these two teams, the Warriors, they're like a cockroach, aren't they? You just can't get rid of them. We've both got egg on our face, mate. Um, we keep writing them off. They keep turning up. Uh, so, I, mate, I can't... Well, I mean, they're coming up against the Panthers who were just... I mean, the thing about the Panthers, we know they can attack. We know they can put points on the ball. We know how good Nathan Cleary has been playing. But what impressed me last weekend against the Raiders was their defence. It was absolutely unbelievable. So, they're just on a whole new level, another pedestal above everybody else in the, in the competition at the moment. Uh, so it's going to be tough for the Warriors, but look, they're playing well. 
Mate, I will say this about Penrith. They're a great side, but, uh, you know, they're obviously a young side. And for me, when I watched them, you know, when they took on the Titans and some of the other lower-placed sides, I think they struggle to get themselves up for these games that they should win. I mean, if they would have played the way they played against Canberra the other day, they obviously got themselves right up for that game against some of the other teams over the last few weeks. They should have put 50 and 60 on them, shouldn't they? Oh, and, yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there. They sort of... um go to sleep on some of these weaker sides and look if they do that again Warriors will give them a run but I just can't see it happening I think Panthers will be all over them in this one I'll be taking Warriors with the start here let's have a look at their lineup obviously George Jennings and Daniel Alvaro they came over last week great little additions there but the man that you know he's just on fire Jazz Tavunga he's just a freak isn't he yeah, the, the amount of work he gets through um, begs belief. You know, he, the tackles, the runs, the offloads, he's just in everything. And with that sort of 55-minute mark that he sort of gets out there, what he di- does with those minutes is just, yeah, nothing short of incredible. For the Panthers, the guy that I'll be watching this weekend is Kickout. After that performance last week, it might just be a bit of a light bulb moment for Kickout to realise just how damaging he can be. Yeah, look, we'll be talking a lot about um, Kikau in our podcast this this week on the rub down. He's an interesting one because he's one of those players that without a try, he really doesn't put up great scores. But the run the Panthers are coming up against um, leading into the finals and then obviously those um, round 17 to round 20, he's got an incredible run up against some right-edge defences that are really going to lapse against him. So he's one. Uh, that if you can get over the line and trade, I'll be looking at him very closely because they know how to use him. Um, Law is getting nice and comfortable with him, that short ball. And fuck, when he's running at full pace, close to the line, there is no one and no way they're stopping him. Mate, if he's not scoring a try every game, it means the Panthers haven't had the ball 10 metres out as far as I'm concerned, or they haven't used him properly. I think that would have been a real lesson for them the other night because... As, as far as I'm concerned, from what I've seen so far this year, I don't think they've used him fantastically. The, the other day was the first time I've seen them really put him isolated one-on-one with someone and into space. And, fuck, it just showed how dangerous it can be, can't it? Oh, man. that He almost ran into the uh, dead ball line. That's how fucking hard he hit that ball close to the line. I mean, everyone just got out of the road. They just went, fuck that. There's no way I'm trying to tackle that. The thing with kick out, though, the more they go to him, the less ball Crichton gets, which means less ball Mansell gets. Already now, with Crichton in the side and that left-edge side, we've seen Josh Mansell get fucking nothing. He is starved of the ball. Stephen Crichton just does not know whether he doesn't know how to pass to his left or he knows that Mansell is there and he just doesn't give a fuck. But those inside players on that left edge, they're starving their outside player of the ball, if you know what I mean. Mate, as you know with Crichton, I've been a fan for a while. I've seen him play a lot of, you know, cup footy. And the bloke can pass. I honestly reckon he's been told, you just run first, pass second. Cause... Well, why would you need to pass? Every time he gets the ball, he scores. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I would love to see them drop um, kick out, you know, on the three-man's head more often and then just wrap down that short side and really take them on at pace. But it just seems to be a little bit unstructured for me. I hope it comes together, and maybe this is the game where it clicks. But, mate, the potential of that Penrith left edge, they could be a 30-point edge every single game if they wanted to be. Mate, it's, it's so easy. And here we are, you know, couch coaches looking at this, just going, this is how you should be doing it. But... You just go to you go to kick out, bang, bang, bang. If it's not working, you just keep going to him, keep going to him. And then just out of the blue, just out the back to Crichton, 
defenses are just going to be sucked into kick out because they think he's getting the ball. Crichton's going to be left with space, and we know what he can do with space. It's try time, baby. I mean, fuck, it's that easy. The other bloke to watch in this game is obviously on the extended bench, Jersey 19, Dylan Edwards. Uh, surely as soon as he's fit, he comes straight in, and if you're one of these people who's one of the lucky ones that has um, Aitkins as their fullback in these deep leagues, you need to start preparing for him to leave, don't you? Oh, mate, I, I have Edwards in both my legs. And I fucking need him to return this round. I really do. So, mate, I'll have my, I'll have both hands, toes, everything crossed, um, hoping that Dylan Edwards gets the, uh, the shout this weekend. That's for sure. The late game on Friday night: Parramatta Eels and George Illawarra Dragons. For the Eels, I'm looking over their side. Obviously, Ryan Madison returns a huge plus. So I bet that's uh, an early Christmas present for you. Another one, another one that I fucking needed. Yes, thank you, Maddo. Yes. All right, I'm starting to. Starting to build my team back up now again. It's good. He uh, he has to be a caption a captain option for you in this game, doesn't he? I think so, mate. Um, even though the Dragons, if the stats sort of point that they're not a bad super coach defensive side, but the the further you go out in the edge, the worse they get. You know, Jordan Pereira, Ravalawa, they're both terrible in um, reading defense. Zach Lomax is dynamite in attack, but he's still got a lot to learn in defense. So there's some lapses there um, that these Dragons players will make in defence, and I think Maddo will, you know, he'll just barge over quite easily. Now, mate, when I look at this Dragons lineup, there is one name that stands out to me in the six, Corey Norman, and there's another name that stands out to me in the 14, Tristan Saylor. I cannot believe Saylor is not starting in this game. Mate, I would have bet my house that Saylor was going to be the six this week. I was shocked to see Norman. Um, put back in this side before they give Sailor a full go at the number six. It just doesn't make sense to me at all. Look at that, that halves pairing. Corey Norman, Adam Clune. What's happening there? Mate, the other guy on the Dragons side that I, I've been watching the last few weeks and the base stats he's putting up are just incredible. Ewan Aitken, and he never passes the goddamn ball. He's just points galore at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, they the Dragons have some great base stat players in their backs. Aitken, Lomax, Pereira, they're all huge on their base stats. So if you've got either of these guys in your side, you're getting 45 points without any tries. It's, um, yeah, it's good to watch. Before we move on to the next game, just a guy to keep an eye on in this Dragon side. He's on the extended bench, number 21, Jaden Sullivan. Uh, Come through the St. George Juniors. Really, really handy little footballer. If he gets a shout or or there's a couple of injuries there, make sure you grab Jaden Sullivan off your waiver wire. He could be absolutely anything leading into this final series. Let's move to Saturday, 3 p.m. We've got the Cronulla Sharks up against the Gold Coast Titans. I want to say the Sharks, but I can't say I'm confident. No, um, I'll be having a real hard look at what sort of points I'm getting for the Titans because, mate, they're humming. With uh, AJ Brimson back in the side, he was just electric on the weekend. Um, So Sharks really haven't um, impressed me all that much in the last few weeks, but uh, I think it'll be a lot closer than people think, that's for sure. Now, mate, with the Sharks, obviously last week, I thought they did incredibly well to hang in that game. At the end of the day, it was three tries to two. It was just goal-kicking that let them down, and you'll enjoy this more than anyone. I'll be honest, they would have been better with a cardboard cutout of Matt Moylan than the actual Matt Moylan on the field last week. He had an absolute Betty Crocker. Mate, if they can get any improvement out of him, which I think they will, it really could be anything. Yeah, it's look, it's, it's a hard game to judge any players on because it was literally played underwater. But, yeah, he didn't do much. And um, you saw him there sort of chase a couple of players down and you could you could see that he was sort of 
I don't know, not putting 100% in, just worried about that hamstring. So that could be a confidence thing. Like he could be fully fit and raring to go, but just mentally he might be just lacking a little bit, which could be um, translating into his performance. But yeah, I don't know. Look, there's a couple of guys that I was really impressed with. Mutalo switching to the right edge. I wish they fucking make their minds up yeah. with Katoa Mulatalo because it makes a massive difference super coach wise because whoever's on that right edge is getting the tries and getting all the points. So I'm guessing they're just going to go with Mulatalo now. Mate, let me put something forward to you. Speaking about, you know, Moylan, uh, you know, they've obviously got Sean Johnson. Chad Townsend's going to return in the next few weeks. I'm looking at Moylan, and I'm, you know, I, you know, I, I saw exactly what you saw the other day when there was that kick chase, and Sean Johnson ma- made that tackle on Mitch Moses. You could tell Matty Moylan he didn't want to stretch out there. It's looking more and more likely to me that he doesn't have the legs for five eight any for for. To play fullback anymore. Jeez, I almost had a fucking seizure then. Uh, Matt Moylan, it doesn't look like he has the legs to play fullback to me anymore. What do they do when Townsend comes back? Do we start to look at the potential of maybe moving SJ back there? Mate, I don't know. I really don't know. Me, I just drop Matt, Matt, drop Matt Moylan, to be honest. Mate, he's yeah. on 900. They're, 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 like, yeah, they're not going to leave him happen. out of this side, the reality of it. So... I mean, Townsend has to come back into that halves pairing. Um, Sean Johnson at fullback. Mate, I don't think he has the legs for fullback anymore, to be honest. It's it's just a jigsaw that they've they've got to get all three in somewhere. I, I'm not sure how it's going to work, though. It's going to be interesting to watch. The other guy that's really impressed me the last few weeks, and to me it looks like he's cemented that right-hand edge spot, is Sifa Talakai. I mean, we've seen Britton Nakora on the extended bench for the last two weeks. I've heard it's it's related to him being uh, dropped for form. And I can't argue with Sifatalakai winning that spot. He's solid all across the park, isn't he? He probably doesn't have as much flair as Nakora does. Um, but as far as making your tackles, a um, couple of tackle breaks in his runs, um, he's super solid defensively. And that's why they put Talakai in there, because Nakora was making some poor reads in defense. Um, and as long as he's doing that and he's holding up that right edge defense, mate, he'll, he'll, he'll keep that spot. Mate, I've got some. Uh, I've got some late mail for you. A huge tip. Watch out for Toby Toby Rudolph to uh, start off the bench. You're kidding, really? For the fucking fifteenth week in a row. I don't know why they bother with it. Mm, yeah, you can see it, see it a mile away. Uh, yeah, it d- doesn't make any sense. But um, oh well, he thinks he's clever. For the Titans, mate, you obviously mentioned AJ Brimson before. He's just gone to another level. And, you know, there's a few guys here that Supercoach wise we really like. AJ Brimson, Brian Kelly, Mo Fodawaker. Mate, it's a handy side. I I can understand why teams are underestimating them. Yeah, look, and this will be another team that the rub talks about. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, in the round 17 to 20, you know, Supercoach finals, they're coming up against some weak defense and blokes will sleep on Titans players just because they play for the Titans. Now, if you watch... That game back, AJ Brimson loved that right edge sweep, and you've got the Don on the right edge wing, and he loves to use him. Don scores pretty much 
oh, I don't know, 25% of the Titans' tries. Mate, a couple of these players for a plug-and-play in some of the matchups coming up could, do, could be pretty handy. Mate, it's going to be scary too, you know, when they are 100% out of finals contention, there's no pressure on them and they can just throw the ball around. It really could be anything at the back end, couldn't it? Oh, big time, big time. Like, you watch Brimson and Ash Taylor just start playing backyard footy, uh, it's, going to be, it's going to be pretty entertaining. Let's move to the 5.30 game on Saturday. We've got the North Queensland Cowboys taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Our number one thing that stands out for me in this Cowboys side, Scotty Drinkwater. Slips in at number one. What are your thoughts? I like it. I like it. I liked him at five eight as uh, as well. I think he's he's still pretty green. You know what I mean? Like he, he makes some mistakes, but he's always trying. He's always going for that cutout ball or or that short ball that might not be on. You know, he's always trying to break the line. He's a great runner of the ball as well. And I think fullback actually suits him more than six. He can pop up both sides of the field. Um, you know, he can pop up on. You know, Michael Morgan's right edge side or running inside as well. I think it's the best fit at the moment. The hammer, he's too young to have that sort of responsibility at the back there. And, yeah, I think if Scott Drinkwater is on waivers, I'd be putting in a pretty high waiver for him. Mate, you won't find a much bigger fan of Michael Morgan than me, but good God, that must have been the worst game of footy I think I've ever seen him play the other day. Rusty, wasn't he? Very rusty. And, I mean... We'll give him a game's grace, but, um, yeah. Talked about this last week as well. Like, the cows, they have a great forward pack, but when you start getting into the centres uh, in this back line, it's young, it's inexperienced, and they you watch the, the games that they're playing, like, there's just no gel. There's just no cohesion in the back line movements. And when you've got, you know, a, a bloke like Michael Morgan, which has got a lot of vision, can play, and then you've got these young kids outside you that just aren't running great lines or not popping up where they should pop up or they're out of position. Fuck, it must be frustrating. Mate, there's a few rumours around that uh, uh, Josh Hannay might start to use Tao Malolo on the edge for bits and pieces. To me, screams the potential of an anytime try scorer there. I mean, he always is a pretty good shot, but if he, start, if he started to use it on the edge and stuff, it's you know, you've, you've got to have your eyes on it, don't you? Mate, if he, if he runs... On the left edge, and he's running at Adam Reynolds. Game over. Red Rover. Um, mate, the other guy I want to mention, and he's on the extended bench again, Isan Masters. Um, you know, he's a guy that his super coach scores were amazing the last few years, and everyone loved him, and it was just like everyone ignored that he couldn't tackle a fucking tackling bag. Do you yeah. see him getting back in anytime soon? I don't know. I don't know. Who, who have we got the right center spot at the moment? We've got – is Object playing – no, he's playing – Kupacek and right. Lamello, is it? Yeah, Lamello. Maybe Lamello's on the right. Look, he's he's an attacking weapon, and I don't know, mate. I, it, did he go away working his defense? It's Yeah, who knows, mate? Who mate, knows? it's tough because, like, you can go away and work on your defense all you want, but there's no there's no reserve grade to go and play. It's just... Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, I, I, I don't think you can work on your game situation defense without playing in a game so it's very tough for him and I mean it's been ingrained in him for a long time it was just like everyone ignored it for the yeah. Rabbitohs mate um, I thought Cody Walker last week was sensational yeah he's wild isn't he when he's on and he's playing with that sort of confidence he's he's close to the best in the game he really is that good the other guy that's impressed me and you know he's only you know at the very beginning of his career but Jackson Paulo I think he's got a big future yeah he's doing his work um very little mistakes in him. Um, he's a big body. 
Uh, I mean, he's he's sitting out there on the right edge where they they rarely go down. But um, yeah, look, he's do, he's like I said, he's doing his work. He's he's um, impressing um, me with his age and and what he's been able to do for the bunnies. That's for sure. We've spoken about him a few times over the last few weeks, but he just keeps on impressing. Bailey Sirenen, I mean, he's one that. If he's sitting on your free agent list still for whatever reason, you need to grab him in, don't you? I, I love him for a uh, anytime try scorer here. Yeah, uh, mate. If any bunnies are uh, on your waiver that half decent, go grab them because in the next three games they have a fantastic run. And if you need some wins on the board to sort of sneak into the uh, into the finals, your bunnies um, could get you there. That's for sure. The late game on Saturday sees the Canberra Raiders taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Two teams coming off pretty harsh losses last week. We'll start with the Broncos first. Obviously, uh, one change that we can see straight away, Ben Teo starts in the second row. We're hearing rumours now that Tavita Pangai Jr. is going to have his contract torn up Ooh. in the next few hours. Um, and I've also just learnt that um, he's actually missed the deadline to sign somewhere else, apparently. So if you're an owner of TPJ, I think you're in a bit of Barney Rubble there. Yeah, um, yeah. Wow. What can I say? He's a fucking wild unit, isn't he? I, wish, I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, mate. I, I mean, I want to say I'm surprised, but you could sort of see this coming for a while, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's in his game. It's it's how he conducts him, conducts himself off the field as well. Um, yeah, it was a pressure cooker waiting for it, waiting to explode. That's for sure. Now, mate, when I look at this side, you got Flegler and Haas starting. You got Ben Teo in the second row. Now, Ben Teo to me, he doesn't look like an eighty an eighty minute back row. I think you might get forty or fifty out of him at, at max. So to me, it looks like Joe Hoff, Offa Hengawi will come on to play in the second row. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think so. Um, which could spell big minutes for Patrick Carrigan, but you can also have, you know. Lodge come into the front row and Flegler rotate through the lock spot as well. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to see how they're going to do it. Um, or I know Haas will probably play 80 again. Yeah, mate, you'd have to assume. So the, the guy I think could benefit from this could be Matthew Lodge in the long term. Like, I can't see him staying down for this long. I, I, I think he's going to find some form soon. And I think that that, that that second row spot opening up and offer Hengawi playing on an edge, it might just open up a few extra minutes for Matt Lodge. Yeah, another one that could be out there on waivers. I'd be grabbing him because in, in a couple of weeks, maybe even next week, he might move into that, that starting role and he'd be back to his 50 minutes. For the Canberra Raiders, mate, they seem to be unchanged. Obviously, um, uh, Havili, we expected to be out. He's he's named. He he seems to be ready to go. Um, I, I you know the guy that's impressed me has been Hudson Young. I'm still waiting to see how that's all going to play out as far as Tapanay Sutton, Harawira, and Iowa. It just looks like there's too many mouths to feed there, doesn't there? Oh yeah, look, yeah. John, like John Bateman, Elliot Whitehead are both going to get 80 minutes, but it, it, it's just a log jam for that lock spot and then that other front row spot, um, and they're all sort of sharing minutes amongst themselves. Um, with Havili coming good for the nine, kind of pisses me off because I've got big raps on Tom Starling, and I want to see him with a bit bit more minutes under his belt. Um, he's sort of in the mould of a, of a cook. You know, he's quick at a dummy half, um, really quick over sort of 30, 40 metres, gets through a lot of defensive work. Um, and I, I was keen to just jump up and grab him off the waivers. 
if he was going to be starting nine, but um, oh, have Billy's in there. Mate, it would have been very interesting because they signed Kurt Baptiste again last week. So he would have come into that squad and you'd assume he would have been on the bench and Starling would have been in the starting side. And Baptiste, I don't think he's played a game of footy in 18 months, so you would have seen some big minutes out of Starling. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was sort of hoping for and, uh, you know, I was looking forward to seeing what, what, we, what he could put out in the park because, yeah, like I said, he's very impressive. The other guy we forgot to mention, uh, Jordan Ricky, who's on the bench for the Brisbane Broncos. I believe it's his debut. I've heard some pretty good things about this kid. Have you seen anything of him? No, nah, mate, I haven't. I'll have to take your word on it. I've heard, but I, I haven't seen for myself, so I can't really make comment. Let's move to the Sunday game. Two o'clock, Newcastle Knights up against the Manly Seagulls. Newcastle, how good were they last week? Unbelievable. I mean, they, they came up against a side that didn't come out of the sheds, but... The Tigers were fucking woeful. But, yeah, the Knights turned it on. Callum Ponga was just in some sort of form, wasn't he? Mate, he was just something else. And I think Blake Green could be the best thing to ever happen to him this season. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got now you've got two dominant halves controlling their own individual edges. And they're bang on with their passes. Their decision-making is impeccable. Yeah, this this could take the Knights to a whole new level. We spoke about Kurt Mann in the lead-up to last week, and, you know, we were a little bit iffy, and we weren't sure the minutes he was going to play. You know, I love the way they used him. They let him play nine, and I'll tell you, I was really impressed with his passing game. He was spot on, wasn't he? Very good, very good, and got through a mountain of defensive work. It's just that player. It doesn't matter where the fuck they put him. He's just going to put in, and he's going to do a great job for him. It, 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 like, he really is the Mitchell Orbison for the Knights. And I think with Kurt Mann too, I, th- I think he ended up on like 47 or something, which, f- you know, for a center wing that didn't have attacking stats, absolutely fantastic. But just keep in mind that, you know, they won 40 nil. The Tigers barely had any ball. He's going to make a lot more tackles in a game like this against Manly, isn't he? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You can put him down for 50 plus, you know, week in, week out, I'd say. Uh, a couple of blokes that impressed me as well. Stafford Tower, um, I think it's his second game in the NRL on that left wing. That's that's a spot there that's going to score some tries uh, because we know how Callum Ponga loves to sweep down on that left edge and that beautiful cutout ball happened uh, on the weekend. Safatoa just had to catch it and put it down. Um, and your boy, Shibasaki, with all his base stats, grabbed the try as well. So they're two guys that I'd be looking at on waivers as well. Mate, I got Toa at $2.40 anytime try scorer last week, so it was happy days. Had a good little slap at it, so that was fucking fantastic. Easy. Let's Easy. move to Manly, mate. Uh, obviously, a guy that I've fucking got a little man crush on, um, Cade Cast returning at 5'8". I've been really impressed with him over the last few months. I, I think he's really the way future, uh, the way forward for Manly. Get him in your side. If he's out there, get him in your side. He is a likely type. He will... Um, and. The thing about the the Eagles is their left-hand attack dominant. Even though Daly Cherry Evans is on the right, they seem to attack a lot more down the left. And with Turbo in the side, that even you know goes to another level again because Turbo loves to attack down the left. So left edge for the top, for the Eagles um, is just going to be humming come round 16, 17 when Turbo's back in the side, and then you add in that they just have a dream run for Supercoach finals. Cast, Parker not so much, but definitely George Tafu is a nice little plug-and-play in some matchups. 
And if you can get a trade over the line to get Turbo before he gets back from injury, get it done because he could average 80-plus over those four games. Mate, the other guy that, you know, and this week it's a bit of a punt because he went off with a HIA last week and it's 50-50 whether he plays this week. But if you're a guy that, you know, is really fighting to get into your um, top eight or top six or whatever it may be over the next few weeks, I think Marty Tapao with AFB out, he's going to go massive over the next few weeks. Yeah, well, we, we saw what he did on the weekend, even though he got knocked the fuck out. Like, he still put up, you know, a really decent score. Um, another guy that was impressive as well, as well when he came on for um, Aiden Fanil Blake was Paseca. He was great. He put up, I think, 55 or something in the minutes that he played. So he might be someone to, to plug into your front row um, rotation if you're, you're struggling in that position. Isn't he a big bit of gear? Whew, big boys. Big boys. Would not miss a buffet. Let's go to the last game Sunday afternoon. We've got the West Tigers taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, West Tigers, obviously, off the back of last week. That was just an absolute shit show. They've moved Moses and Bai out of hooker. Jacob Little returns. Um, you know, you and me are probably the two biggest Harry Grant fans in the world. But while he's out, fuck, I want to see this kid play some footy. He is, his career has just been turned upside down by injuries. And people forget just how good he is. He is a he's a great player, and I mean everybody wants to see him do well and stay injury free. Not expecting the world out of him. He's been out of the game for a long time, and it was just so evident on the weekend how much the Tigers miss Harry Grant. The ruck speed was down. Fords weren't getting on the front foot. It was just slow, and yeah, I mean wow. We knew how good Harry Grant was, but he is integral to this Tiger side. Mate, that COVID break and then Harry Grant coming, I think that might have saved Michael Maguire's face here because, you know, that last game before the break, I think they got – they had like like 40-odd points put on them and then they had that big break and Harry Grant arrived. It just turned it all around and I think over the next few weeks you're going to see the reality of not having a Harry Grant. You started to see it last week. It's going to be pretty grim, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. And, you know, it's a lot of pressure to put on Little to say, look – one of the best nines in the game's out. He's been carrying our side. Now you've got that job. Um, so I like the dogs in this one. I think I think the dogs are that sort of side that can bring Tigers down to their level, down in, in the trenches and just play rough, hard footy, and they might scrape through with a win. Mate, for Canterbury, obviously, I think they're 1-17 to here, but I must say, you know, and once again, I'll cop this one on the chin. Um, I think we both bagged him last week. Sione Katara in a losing side. I thought he was really good last week. Look, I didn't see a lot of this game, um, so I can't make a comment on how he played, but I'll take your word for it. Um, Yeah, look, I'd have to see it to believe it, though. The other one that um, I'll be keeping my eyes on, Kerrit Holland returns. Now, if he's matched up against Leilua and Nofaluma, I'm not sure which side he's going to be on, but he is a dreadful defensive player, in my opinion, Kerrit Holland. And whichever centre wing he's matched up again, I think there's tries to be scored there. Yeah, you're right. And and, and the same with the Tigers as well. There, there could be a lot of points in this, in this game. So um, does Holland kick goals for dogs now that Avarillo's out or Nick Meaney? Uh, well, with the I, I reckon they'd lean towards Holland, to be honest with you. Yeah, he's a bit of a sharpshooter. Um, but look, outside of Damon Fatella Mariner and Luke Thompson, not much to be said to, for the dog supercoach-wise, is there? Mate, th- this game could finish 4-all or 40-all, and I wouldn't be shocked either way. 
the games that I might just um, let the the missus take over the TV control and just and how the footy's on, honey. You pick what you want, and I uh, just skip this one. I think. Jeez, you're a good fella. Yeah, I know, mate. Just gotta take take those little wins, stack up the brownie points when you can, mate. Mate, obviously this weekend, captain's going to be extremely important. Can you go past Nathan Cleary against the Warriors? Well, look, I've got Cleary in um, my supercoach side. I captain him every single week. He is fucking unbelievable. Not only is he putting up great points, I love to watch him play. So when he's captained in your side, it just makes it that much more enjoyable. So, yeah, I 100% agree, mate. I think the other one that's worth a look is, of course, uh, Sean Johnson up against the Gold Coast Titans. If he gets a uh, dry track there, that could be anything. Yeah, I love that as well. Like I said, if it's dry, um, yeah, he could put up some points. Um, other than that, they're probably the best matchups. You've got Payne Haas. Your mate Ryan Madison's looking pretty safe too. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's got some good matchups there. Um, yeah, but like you said, I think SJ and Cleary, they're the main boys this weekend. Well, mate, we got out of that pretty like relatively unscathed compared to last week, didn't we? Yeah, no, look, I'm feeling a lot better. Just Edwards get named, maybe Branko Lee, and then I'm back, baby. I'm feeling good. Back and flying, mate. It's been a pleasure, Natty. I look forward to having you on again next week. Too easy, brother. Chat then. Have a good one. See you, mate. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 